Welcome to the Business Benchmark Group podcast, where you'll learn how to think strategically about your business and discover that while business is not easy, it doesn't need to be hard. With over 20 years experience in turning stalling businesses into thriving enterprises, here is your host, Stefan Kazakis, the founder and CEO of Business Benchmark Group. Welcome, and it's with great pleasure that we have uh, with us Jem Freeman, the CEO of Like Butter, Board Year One Business of the Year Award winner of Business Benchmark Group 2022. And we have with us also Sarah Bauman, the General Manager of the business, Like Butter. Now, again, it's really interesting. When I uh, when I first met Jem uh, and he introduced his business, said, what business are you in? And in fairness, how he answered it was he's a... Uh, He's an industrial designer by, I guess, education and a furniture maker by putting food on the table and an exceptional business in the making, that's for sure. So I'd like to introduce everyone to Like Butter. And in the year of financial year of 2022, Like Butter achieved the 48.1% increase in revenue. An amazing, an amazing result. However, the gross profit volume increase was 85.9% and the net operating profit volume increase was 282.9%. And uh, again, the trajectory of the business in in the early stages of 2023, the financial year of 2023, seems like we're continuing that trend and there's, uh, there's heaps to take on board as to the power of consistency. Jim, as I share those stats and uh, ultimately the reasons, the, the primary reasons why you were awarded amongst a, a very, very strong um, level of nominations, um, when I when I share those stats, what goes through your mind? Well, thanks for having us, Stefan, first of all. Um, pleasure to be here. Look, what goes through my mind, honestly, is the how impressive, impressive those numbers sound um, and just the power of having been in this program for a year and actually knowing our numbers because 12 months ago a lot of those numbers would have meant nothing to us and so just the fact that you or I can state figures like that is an incredible sort of shift in the business regardless of what those numbers are. And it's amazing, isn't it? I mean, there are so many of us, and, and I know my early days in business, and you're just highlighted, you know, the last 12 months and where you were and where you are. We're so committed to being busy and we're so committed to just you know, delivering the next job or getting the next order or growing the next team member. And yet there's all these bits and pieces going on in our business that if we, uh, and, and no doubt in your case, over the last 12 months and Sarah Bauman is always also with us here this uh, for this um, conversation, uh, being a phenomenal piece of the uh, the upside of like butter. These numbers are constantly going on around us, and yet we can easily be obscure and or not so conscious. and And it's not like we do that in, on purpose; we just don't gravitate towards it. So I, I appreciate the uh, the response there, and uh, and Sarah, welcome to you too. Um, good to have you here. You've been a phenomenal piece of the uh, of the journey in the last twelve months in in, in closeness with um, Jim and driving and steering this business together. Uh, you guys have done a phenomenal job. How do you reflect on uh, the accolade of uh, being a, an award winner, Business of the Year, Board Year One? It's it's no mean feat. I mean, some of our great Australian stories started out being you know nominees and award winners in Year One many years ago. How do you feel about that accolade? 
Oh, we're, we're just, you were so proud. Like, <laughs> I, you know, I had, I, I had no idea that we would even be nominated, you know, I, you know, um, but yeah, it's look, we've, we've come a very long way in the year that we've been, we've been with BBG. Like we, at, at this, the, the reason that we started sort of was we were like, oh, we don't know what we're doing. We're fumbling around in the dark a little bit, you know. Um, we need some help, you know. We need to know what numbers we need to be looking at. We need to know, you know, where we should where we should be going and what we should be doing. And and so, you know, I think Craig from Mood Workshop suggested BBG to Gem, and we went, cool, let's give it a try. And for me, for me personally, it's way better learning on the job and and that practical help as opposed to going away and doing a masters of business or something and then applying that to our business. I find this for me is way more helpful and and just the support that we get. So, I mean, yeah, I, I had no idea that we could do this and it's just it's amazing. Yeah. And it's also fair to to make a note right now that you were also awarded with uh, team member of the year as it relates to our whole community that has hundreds of clients and amazing team members, you know, at all levels for our clients. And uh, being awarded, Sarah, team member of the year, I, I got to say, is a phenomenal award. And congratulations to you also achieving that. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it, yeah. I, look, look, I, you know, it, it's it's not something that I strive for. Um, I just think that I'm doing my job. Um, I'm doing what 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 I'm paid to do essentially. But I do care about like butter, like it like it is my own. So uh, it's it's a privilege. It's a privilege to work with Jim. Um, it's a privilege to have such a great boss. I mean, who just basically just lets you know lets me run free I guess and do do the best that I can so um yeah look I, I, I'm kind of overwhelmed about it to be honest as well <laughs> look at that and that's um, fair and reasonable again I couldn't have got here without BVG like I didn't ha I wouldn't have had the confidence to do what I'm doing now to step up and and you know take a bit more ownership and and responsibility and and go for it Look, it's been uh, been amazing, and you and you touch on some really, really good points there. And and there's no doubt, you know, a leader that creates glass ceilings or you know suffocates people's um, development and or you know, I guess gets in the way of their own business is is a leader that's doomed and destined to to being very frustrated and very tired, right? And yet, you know, Jim, as you noted um, eloquently, there is uh, is a leader. A boss you referenced that uh, allows for growth, and one of the great things we've witnessed at Business Benchmark Group um, for, for Like Butter has been the the growth of both you and Jim, and no doubt the flow you know to to some of your team members must be also profound. So congratulations on that, because you can't be a business of the year without having people and team, and the owner continuously stepping up to create space right so really really cool and and, and you noted um craig from mood shop was um again the, the 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 client the business owner that referred um referred you into so so for you jim when craig suggested hey uh business benchmark group this is what i'm doing with them you should consider this what were some of the first and initial thoughts you went through almost a year well over a year ago now but what were some of the first thoughts when craig suggested you should have a chat with us 
It was a wonderful transition, actually, because I met Craig when he cold called me about five years ago and said, hey, I'm starting a business. I'm going out on my own. I really like <laughs> what you're doing. Can I just come out and have a chat one day? And I took him through our workshop in Kensington. <clears throat> I met him there and we kind of, you know, fell into a nice little relationship where I was almost sort of a mentor for him as he was starting his own business. And we used to chat semi-regularly and just talk shop and sort of bounce ideas off each other. So it was lovely to come to a point sort of 18 months ago, whenever it was, where he introduced BPG to me and said, hey, I'm doing this. He was quite nervous about it. He said, I'm doing this and <clears throat> I think you could benefit from it. And it was around the same time that Sarah and I had been chatting and saying, hey, look, I think I think we need help. We'd, we're fumbling around here feels like a critical sort of point in the business and let's let's seek support and then just by happen chance really craig introduced us to bbg at that point so it was great timing yeah and amazing you know and it's and it, and it is um you know introducing or recommending anything in life and no doubt something like this um to to someone that's close to you can be a little you know we've got to handle with care because we don't want to sort of one suggest to someone you're doing a bad job so you need a coach or you need mm -hmm. a program and the other thing is well just well okay it's working for me it might not work for you and this is why we're very conscious around that but i love hearing that story i've i have heard it from you a couple of times jim and uh it just goes to show again the trust between you and craig and and the trust we have for humans that we have closer to us so really good to hear that and um no doubt the referral process in in like butter would be as similar wouldn't it trusted clients introducing trusted new clients mm. so really really cool uh let, let's start with your professional life and i'll start with you jim um how has being a part of your business business benchmark group made a difference to your business oh look it's been game changing in so many ways um i was talking to a friend about this the other day and he was sort of suggested that it all happened at once and this must have been this big transition that happened but it really hasn't, it really has been that 1%. Just we've, I feel like Sarah and I have just shown up and done the work and tried to absorb what can be sometimes overwhelming in terms of how much it feels like we need to do. Um, but I feel like it really has been the power of the 1% over the last 12 months in terms of what has made the biggest impact. And this, you know, there's so much to reflect on in terms of those, you know, the six pillars that we work on as part of BBG, and they all form really important parts of our progress. Um, but I think, you know, top of mind for me in terms of one of the biggest impacts from someone who's quite scattered and attracted to shiny objects, um, the, the default diary has been just an incredible change for me. And whilst I find it quite difficult to maintain it, I have to work hard to reset it regularly um it's been a real game changer for me and the business i think i was interviewed earlier this morning and um one of the questions i was asked was who's your inspiration step and i had to think about it because there's about five or ten names that could flash past my my my, my mind as i think about that and i actually chose charles Ch charles munger charlie munger the uh warren buffett's partner who's 98 years old but, right and and he's he's a rock for me as it relates to I'd rather be bored and rich than excitable and broke, and and I've had to work really hard at not having that bright shiny 
new idea because I have a lot of energy and I can certainly go down a pathway, particularly my early stages in in, in my professional life. And uh, Charlie Munger, for as long as I know him, and I've known him for 30 years, uh, he doesn't know me, I know him. <laughs> He's a rock as it relates to that. But he also says if people just worked harder at doing less stupid stuff versus trying to be smart, they'd be 10 times more successful. If people worked 10 times harder at doing less stupid stuff versus trying to be smart, they'd be 10 times more successful. So really interesting. And, and you know, our time management, Jim, which is a key to the six pillars, you know, the default diary is the tool, but it's time management. What are we saying yes to? What are we saying no to? Having a real elevated and consistently elevated understanding and identity of our hourly rate. And where are we gravitating our time to as we allow others in Sarah, let's say, and Sarah's allowing others on the team that are stepping up and we're feeling voids as we continue as leaders moving in a certain direction. So the default diary, having been a student of time management tools and the default diary is the one we obviously use in year one and two um, with our clients is is definitely a, uh, it's a considered weapon to something that's going to continuously allow you to be bored and very rich, which means I have choices and less problems versus excitable and let's say a lot of problems. Right? So really cool that you gravitate towards that. And Sarah, from your perspective, as we reflect on the six on the six pillars that we definitely continue to build from foundational pieces in year one to absolute brilliance in year six and seven here at Business Benchmark Group, we, when we think about the key numbers dashboard, the quote register, the work in progress register, cash flow forecast, KPIs and critical drivers of our, of our people and ensuring that who does what by when, they're all pillars. When you think about those pillars, Sarah, which one which one do you feel is, again, the one that's front and centre and is driving uh, from your role in the business as a general manager, assisting Jim in what you're growing here? What do you feel is the one in, in, in year one that's helped you continue to manage with more, um, with, with more clarity? Numbers, definitely 100% the numbers for me, and I love numbers, but it's that this is just this is just next level for me, like the cash flow forecast and the key numbers dashboard. And then also getting together all of those tools, like our work in progress and quote register, they all feed into one another, but get, getting those all up and running and using them and being able to plan our business based on, based on those, it has been amazing, yeah. And again, you know, as a as a senior team member in a growing business, am I am I correct to assume your financial year twenty twenty two was the first year that we were over a million? Uh, for a long time, yes. Okay, yes. good. For yes. a long time is a great answer. So again, you know, when you think about, and there's no two ways the next one's not going to be a long time away because we can see already in the trends you're right on, and you're obviously yep. you're on you're on track for having similar results again in your yep. business in year two. So when we think about everything you just shared in terms of the key pillars and, and you know, a year ago, Sarah, if I asked you to create a cash flow forecast for the business um, in your role, what would you, what was your response have been? I did actually, I did have one, but, but I didn't have the confidence to basically um, use it to its full potential and, and, you know, like gem we you know or or 
for, for everyone in the business, no, we can't do that because of this. Now it's in black and white. We use it every day and yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. I love it. Just on that, Sarah, and I know the answer, but I'm going to ask the question. How often do you roll it over? Weekly. The cash flow forecast. Weekly. And how far out are you going right now? 52 weeks. Wow, that's just, that is, that is, that's amazing. Well done. Good stuff. And, uh, power to you and what that creates as it relates to quality business, quality life for each of your, well, both of you guys, but everyone else on your team. Amazing. Uh, Jem, in your personal life, um, how has being part of the Business Benchmark Group community made a difference to you and your loved ones? Like you would have seen at the charity gala event, there was plenty of people there with their partners and it was so good um, as it relates to the energy in the room for that. And uh, But in saying that, how, how has being part of the Business Benchmark Group community made a difference to you and your loved ones? Uh, I'm going to get real on this one because it's been, it hasn't all been shiny and there's definitely been challenges. Um, so I think what, by being part of this program, it's meant that I've sort of internalized a lot of my business thinking. Like I've, we're doing, I'm doing it together with my business manager, Sarah. Whereas in the community, it seems quite common that if people do do it together, they're often with their partner. Um, yeah, that's wife, a fair wife, assumption. Husband. Um, so a little bit unusual in terms of how we've gone about it potentially. Um, and so there, I'd say there's definitely been a challenge in me internalizing all this business thinking. I'm spending a lot of time, you know, in business owner time, thinking about the business, making critical decisions at a higher level. It has meant that I've sort of deliberately and unconsciously as well, compartmentalized a lot of that thinking. Um, and so Laura, who I started, my partner, who I started like butter with, and we built the business together. Um, there's been challenges there in terms of, you know, I think at some level she'd love to be part of this program too, um, but she's not involved in Butter on the day-to-day -day basis in her current capacity. Um, so, yeah, no, look, there's been challenges there, but um, if I apply sort of the positive things, like, again, coming back to default diary and time management, like, and, like, you know, I've got young children, all <laughs> stuff around managing relationships and holding people to account and being assertive is all like really powerful relevant stuff to my life personally and the people i engage with so yeah a lot of and and for many of us jim just on that um when our when our life partner is not as involved in the day-to-day -day, but is involved in as a care factor as to how are we going what are the shifts in our you know in our in our mood, our emotions, obviously, our mental health, our uh, physical well-being, our ability to have choice, particularly with younger children. I mean, this is the reason I started this business in 2005 because I truly wanted to help business owners go home and have dinner with their kids and, and not sacrifice a weekend in not watching them play sport or whatever, right? Mm. And yet, you know, when mum and dad's business was um, thriving in the 70s and 80s, um, you know, mum and dad had a challenge with that because there was no one around saying, hey, there's a better way of doing this. Mm -hmm. So it was the reason I started this business. So, and there is a there is a shift that occurs and, and we've got to be conscious to it. And as best we can, and I've also got a lot to learn on this too, by the way, and I'm doing my best, there, there, there are times where you've just got to communicate better. Mm, absolutely. 
and, and we have clients that are uh, you know they're running they're running concepts such as barefoot breakfast with their partners which is all short shop talk so they pick a really cool location close to home or whatever they go and have a breakfast and they talk shop and then that's it all done it's like reporting mm. to a board and sometimes it feels like that until you realize well no that's the fair and reasonable thing to do mm. so yeah. it's some interesting so i look forward to hearing i guess in a year's time in two years time how that continues to evolve and becomes more in the positive and you're right you have to be honest about where you are right now because there's people listening to this who think you know what that sounds like i've got that same thing going on in my world so well done on being honest and that's what we want to be here today that's for sure yeah. right um in the past 12 months what have you done differently that you believe has helped you to win this award i'll start with you jim and then i'll, I'll go to the team member uh, one also if it's okay sarah specifically for you but for you jim in the past 12 months what have you done differently at like butter that you believe has helped you to win this award i think we've just shown up and we've done the work that's it's as simple as that like i i can see just in the round tables so tuesday night i'm often in well every week in Damien's roundtable and I there's a very clear distinction if I'm not fully focused and I'm a little bit switched off or distracted and I get to the end of the session and my notes are like a small paragraph <laughs> but if I if I open up and engage and just turn off the phone and ensure that I'm not distracted and engage there's so much lovely critical thinking and sort of reflection that happens within that conversational space but really, yeah, I just see the power of that now and I'm much more aware of that, of like ensuring that I'm in the right headspace and I'm being reflective and thinking about what we're doing and I can see how much more, in your words, squeeze I get out of it all just by being in the right state of I mind. love that and that's such a... I love what you just said there. The fact that you just even mentioned critical thinking is like that is the pathway, Jim, you know, the, uh, the responsibility of leadership is continuously thinking about, okay, how do we, how can we, how do we empower, you know, all that, all that. And then thereafter it leads, eventually that muscle being built is a phenomenal um, surge upwards and onwards. So I love that. And you're showing up. And you're also true to in understanding when you didn't. I think that's a remarkable uh, sense of transparency and self-awareness that you're providing to yourself and only good things can come from that. Um, again, as I shared, just what I just shared, I'm just thinking about Charlie Munger and what he stands mm -hmm. for. Critical, rational, successful. You know, critical thinking, rational thinking, successful. That's what he says. He goes, that, that's what it is. And been a massive student of his and obviously Warren Buffett's. Um, it's got nothing to do with the numbers and the, and the, and the money they make. It's got to do with... How do they keep their life so simple yet so full of choices? It's unbelievable. So amazing. And Sarah, for you, um, if, if we're to sort of think about, you know, your, your team member of the year within a community that has almost 4,500 team members employed, right? Our, our width and breadth of our community as it relates to total team is almost 4,500 people today, right? So you win team member of the year. And, and in the past 12 months, what have you done differently as an absolute, reliable, unbelievable, amazing team member for Like Butter and Jem? Um, what have you done in the last 12 months that has helped you win this award? 
um, I've just I've just stepped up and taken some more ownership and responsibility. So I feel like I've grown so much as a person in the last twelve months. Like like huge huge amounts more than I've more more than I've grown for years. So I've got more confidence. Um, and yeah, it's just you know. I think Dam Damien said to me one day, he said, stop waiting for permission, just go and go and do it. And that that was that was that was huge. I was like, okay, cool. Jim will tell me to stop if he wants me to. I'm just going for it. So yeah. <laughs> So you've redefined your edge, which is where the magic happens, right? The edge is that piece where we geez, if we just go over it, wow, I've just extended the mm. edge. I used to be really worried about overstepping the mark and what that might mean, but I'm, I'm not worried anymore. I'm like, cool, I'm just going to go for it and Jem can pull me up if he, if, if he wants me to stop. So there's going to be hundreds and maybe thousands of people who listen to this um, recording and sharing right now. And I think what you've just shared for hundreds and possibly more than that, you know, who are listening in terms of you don't need permission. You do need clarity and you need to keep people in the loop with where and what you're doing, but you don't need permission. I think that that is just a profound, so good, so good. Uh, what, what is the best thing that has happened to you or your business in the past 12 months, Sarah? Oh, just, I've just, I, I just think starting with BBG and doing the work and, and, and reaping the rewards, that single, single best thing for us, yep. And, and Jim, what does success look like for you now? So if you think about, you know, a 48.1% increase in revenue, that's good, but not as good as 282.9% increase in volume of our net operating profit. And we're on the right trajectory right now to continue some real growth in the bottom line and, and consistency in the work we do. So for you now, Jim, what does success look like for you? So when you think about the word success or the reference, the identity, what do you what what does that look like for you now? I think success moving forward looks like continuing to develop the highly engaged and um, kind of motivated team that we have. We have such a good team, such a good workplace culture, and there's always things we can improve and be getting better at. Um, but it's been a big shift in over the last 12 months of you know Sarah stepping up and others within the team stepping up into their roles and kind of really finding flow there um, and that's been fantastic to observe it's been challenging to observe as well because there's elements of that that you know I wish I was doing that um, <laughs> and having to sort of step back and let people fly um, and so I think continuing to let people fly and see the team flourish so, so tell me more about that because that is a that is it is that space and i mean i understand intimately what you have just shared but just that stepping back and allowing again creating the space knowing full well that if it was you doing it you'd have as much fun as they are right but in fairness the stepping back and moving your identity can you can you just speak more about that because i think that's a that is definitely where many of us get stuck. We get stuck there. We get in the way. We tinker a little bit more than we should. Talk to me a little bit more about that. Oh, look, I'm a, a chronic tinkerer. Um, <clears throat> so it's been a real <laughs> challenge. Um, and I think I've definitely been undergoing some sort of identity crisis at some level of having 
delegated a lot and, you know, often just wishing that I was still on the machines um, and sort of, you know, having hustled for 15 years, um, sort of identify, self-identifying as a creative who makes things and very involved with machine processes and letting the design practice come from the tools and the machinery available to me to then sort of step back from that and hand that that role those roles off to other people and see them grow into those roles very rewarding on one hand but also very challenging of like right so who am i what am i doing um what's next for me where's where 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 am i valuable in the next chapter wow amazing and and we don't call it an identity crisis here mate we call it an identity shift shift. (laughs) we're going from operator on the tools to better manager allowing other managers as we become owners and ultimately investors so it's a constant and it's Mm. never ending that's the ownership journey the leadership journey and there are five phases to keep on hitting out of the ballpark if you wish and um wow that's that's it's okay to be in the identity shift it's okay and uh sometimes you know we 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 slingshot back to what we know is not good for us back on the machine right and sometimes we we spend too much time on the other and and it all works itself out and well done on uh acknowledging in 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 your way where you're at and it's going to serve you stay strong What three key areas of your business do you want to work on? What are you most looking forward to? Like, let's say in the next 12 to 18 months, uh, and if we can be specific, like if we were to be specific in terms of what are we working on, what does success look like as it relates to the results or the outcomes or the breakthroughs and or challenges we need to conquer, what does, what does the next 6 to 12, 18 months look like for you guys? What three, what three key areas of your business do you want to work on as it relates to... Uh, your business, whether it's more of your team, more of your time management, or perhaps um, identifying higher levels or different levels of diversification with your clients. I My three things I've got here are streamlining the sales process, so increasing our efficiency, which then leads into increasing our conversion. Um, and then a sort of bigger picture area is, I suppose we've done so much work on the business which is fantastic to be in that space. Um, but there's, I've, I sense uh, not a loss, but I need to refine the balance in terms of R&D and innovation. Um, I sort of dropped off my radar a little bit over the last 12 months because I've been so focused on, right, let's, let's right this ship, let's get it flowing, you know, sailing smoothly. And then I need to refine the, the part of my role, but also part of, the business that is about innovation and moving forward and new ideas so yeah and, and that definitely as it relates to some of the, the stuff we just shared will just seem like you're giving your creative your right side of your brain something to to truly gravitate towards as the identity shift as we spoke about is uh playing out for you so innovation for innovation's sake is a is a danger but innovation as it relates to continual market share or same product, new market, new product, same market, innovation in those in those um, parameters, within those parameters, absolutely play to your strength and what is your genius 
being that creative um, that creative mind and and having the right structures around you um, as it relates to the team developing the, the 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 targets that we're setting to stay and keep true and and stay within the, the, the space of integrity for what we're building here. I think it's amazing. Sarah, could you add anything more as it relates to the next the next period and and the three key areas that we might be working on and or specific goals that we're targeting in the next one, two, three years? Yep. So I uh, so we we've done some awesome work and and we're starting to hit targets, but I would like to see in the next 12 months a little bit more consistency more consistency in our quoting, therefore more consistency in our sales, more consistency in what's flowing through our workshop. Um, that to me is the number one thing that will help us be a better business. I love that. And, and everything that you just referenced would have a scorecard, a reference point that's black and white versus the words. And, and that's also a muscle that we're gonna continuously be building to. So love yeah. that, excellent. Um, um, can you share any of our specific tools that you have found valuable, whether it's our client success support team that's there 24-7 or it's our roundtable groups, which have already been mentioned, our monthly financial reports, our strategic sessions, your actual group that you're involved in that are you know, all moving in a certain direction, our key numbers dashboard, talent mapping, which we've done recently with you guys. Um, so if you think about our um, specific tools that we've absolutely armed and continue to arm our clients with here at Business Benchmark Group. What have you found to be the most valuable, Sarah? All, all of the above, but I'm gonna I'm gonna select a couple of things. Um the the tool the the finance tools like the actual the key numbers dashboard cash flow forecast and the work in progress in quote registers. Amazing that that just having those templates just makes it so easy for us. Um, so it's done. It's done in a couple of weeks and then it's just updating it. So they they are amazing and that's what everything flows from there. Um, but I guess I, I like the planning intensives. They're huge. Like for any, probably for any small business like ours, you, um, you, you don't generally make the time to plan. So making that time to plan is awesome. Um, and then just the, just the, I think, being able to just pick up the phone and chat to either Sarah or Damien or Stefan and, you know, help, we've got a problem or what should I do here? Just get some advice. Um, yeah, is is amazing. Very helpful. Jen, would you like to add anything to that? Yeah, look, those planning sessions are amazing. Um, we get so much ammunition out of those and come away with pages and pages of notes between us. Um, it's can be a struggle at times to go back and pick through it all and decide what we're going to focus on. But the fact, yeah, there's the repetition there too, which is really powerful. Um, like it was wonderful at the event a few weeks ago, the awards night, just seeing how many clients are in, were in the room who have been there for far longer than us. And they're all still getting, you know, great value. And some of them are still sort of being engaged with similar topics that where we've been engaged with in year one and it's just there's obviously there's so much power in that repetition but there's a lovely balance too of like there's always new information new ideas to digest and sort of reflect on and so they're great sessions and also you know it's it's lovely to get that one-on-one -on -one call with Damien from time to time and we've had some great conversations um, 
at, at moments where I've struggled or been challenged um, to jump on a call with Damien and sort of process and go through something. It's been fantastic. Okay, well, well done, mate. And power, uh, power to you again, you know, to have the courage to do that, but also come into that conversation slightly more prepared as in you thought through what could be the answer and therefore that that makes that phone call way more advanced than hey i don't know whether i want a cappuccino or a hawaiian tonight you know what i mean it's like hello oh, absolutely <laughs> this is the dominoes you just called mate it's uh <laughs> and, and it's knowing like... knowing that i've got that call with damon coming up there's this sort of sense of accountability of like i know he expects me to have the answers and i know yeah. i've got the answers so I'm going to make damn sure I'm pre as prepared as I can be. Yeah, and it's and it's no different to your you know your growing team coming into your open door in your office and saying, "Hey, Jim, I've got something to ask you." And you say, "Okay, I'll give you the answer." Then you can ask me the question. Not it's gonna it's not gonna happen that way. It's gonna be, "Okay, you got a question for me? How do you? If there was one way to fix that, how would you do that? Or hey, mm -hmm. if there's one way to address that, how would you do that?" So what you what you're pushing back on them which is what we do with every one of you, is we're helping you stand on your feet and grow your critical thinking. Most importantly, your confidence to know you can think. Really, really cool. Well done, mate. Um, so, so far, much of the focus has been on the, your default diary, identifying your ideal target market, which is critical, knowing your numbers, quote register, succession plan. Obviously, we're growing team. We've got an identity shift going on. How have these activities improved your business and how does this continue to be the trajectory for your business and we don't slingshot back to the way it was? Jim? Consistency um, and discipline for me. Um, always coming back to the reset. You know, I've had on my daily to-do list for a couple of weeks now, reset my default diary because I'm aware that it's slipping. And I know that I need to get in there and just do the 30 minutes of work and reset it. Um, so for me, it's, yeah, finding that daily rhythm and then working the tools and to maintain it and keep it on track. And that applies throughout the business, I think, just maintaining that consistency, keeping others, holding others to account so they stay consistent and giving them, like, trying to sort of impart some of the stuff that I'm, I'm learning sort of down the chain and empower others to use those tools effectively as well. Yeah, brilliant. And um, from your perspective, Sarah, what has been your favourite aspects of your program so far? Um, I think for me, just the confidence to be structured. I'm, I'm a structured person um, and I guess I'm just like, yes, I can, I can just, I can just plan. I can just have everything planned. It's it, instead of me going, this is how I would do it and trying to sell that it's sort of someone backing me up and going, yes, that that's a good way to do it kind of thing. So, um, and, and just for me, and the other thing is getting to know our numbers, just knowing them in detail, it's black and white where we sit. It's not, Oh, I feel like this is happening. It's, we know, we know now what's going on, what we need to do. Amazing. And we're speaking to Jem Freeman, CEO of Like Butter, and Sarah Bauman, General Manager of Like Butter, uh, Board Year One Business of the Year Award winners, 2022 Business Benchmark Group. I'm going to ask you guys a couple of questions now, and I'm going to get to the end of a statement or a question. You guys are going to just fill the blank, okay? 
and we'll rotate this around. We'll have a bit of fun with this, but uh, don't overthink it. Is the point right? So I'll start with you, Jim. Business Benchmark Group helped me. No, my business. It opened a can of worms. <laughs> for good reasons, I hope. <laughs> for good reasons, and it was like cracking the lid, and I was like, "Oh wow, what's inside here?" And then it helped me understand that. And... Yeah, brilliant. And and Sarah, I'll go with you with that one too. Business Benchmark Group helped me with be more confident and empowered. Beautiful. How are you feeling now compared to how you were feeling six months ago, Sarah? Um, just more confident about what what we sh where we are and what we should be doing and what we where we need to be. Jim, how has Business Benchmark Group helped you and your business so far? So those one percenters, Stefan, just big improvements, small daily improvements. Sarah, when we reflect on our award winners, one similar trait is that you do the work. Can you walk us through your typical day and expand on how you push through when the days are crazy busy? My my days are planned and organized and structured. If if something unexpected comes up, I just reorganize, reprioritize and get back into it. Excellent. I'm gonna ask you that as well, Jim, because uh us excitable human beings um can have <laughs> A lot of unnecessary drama and crazy busy. However, when we reflect on our award winners, one similar trait is that you do the work and you have, Jen. Can you walk us through your typical day and expand on how you push through when the days are crazy, crazy busy for you? Uh, look, it's changed the structure of my days dramatically and it's also given me the confidence to lean on my team and allow give people the space to step up so I can lean on them and free up some of my time for those get out of the crazy basically excellent what do you think it takes to succeed in business jim grit determination and just showing up and keep making those one percent improvements excellent and sarah have you found a special place place for your award trophy yeah it's just behind me <laughs> brilliant and uh jim as it relates to the business award it's living in the staff library in the office here in castle oh lovely very cool. Uh, what is your overall assessment with your time with us to date, Jim? Oh, it's been a whirlwind. It's like a 10-course meal every month that you uh, you really want to eat and you feel a little bit comfortable, uncomfortable by the time you get to the end of it, but um, yeah, it's powerful stuff. And Sarah, what is your overall assessment with your time with Business Benchmark Group to date? Oh, it's, it's just been awesome, eye-opening, really helpful. Jim, what does a Business Benchmark Group winner do with his free time? My most sort of free headspace, I find uh, training parkour and trying not to hurt myself too much. Cool. And final question for you, Jim. Do you have any advice for future business owners joining the Business Benchmark Group programs? Yeah, I do. I think be an open book, be that sponge and just let it, yeah, let it all in. Um, think critically and stop. You know, stop long enough to actually think critically about what you're absorbing. But I think the biggest takeaway too, on top of that, is don't feel like you have to action at all. Like it was very overwhelming those first maybe three months where Sarah and I were like, "Whoa, how are we possibly going to get through all of this?" And then we sort of found the rhythm of it and realised that you know we just need to pick our pick our battles and work on certain things and not try and do everything at once yeah fantastic 
Guys, that's a wrap. I guess uh, an amazing uh, sharing. Thank you for your transparency and honesty. Uh, Jim Freeman, CEO of Like Butter, Sarah Bowman, General Manager of Like Butter, an award-winning business, um, board year one, business of the year, 2022, business benchmark group. Great having you here this afternoon. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us, Stefan. For more information about Business Benchmark Group's coaching, education, and training programs, visit businessbenchmarkgroup.com.au or call 03-9001-0878. If you liked this podcast, please rate it on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud and leave feedback as well. Stefan shares so much value in all his podcasts, and we encourage you to go through the archives and listen to other episodes of the Business Benchmark Group podcast. Thank you for listening.